Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks, and thank you for listening to Life Point. I hope your day is great. It certainly is for me, and I'm just glad to be alive. I'm glad to be walking with the Lord Jesus Christ and know that He has a great plan for our lives. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for this great day. Thank you for everyone listening. And Lord, I pray your anointing upon each of our lives that we would serve you mightily and with everything we have. I love you. I give you thanks. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, by the way, on June 26th, they're having the God and Country Rally at the Idaho Center again. And I'm telling you what, it's going to be dynamite, great music, of course, the fireworks. But more than that, they got Nick Vukcic. I can't even say his last name right, but you know the man without the arms and legs that has a tremendous salvation message. So get your non-Christians there. They'll enjoy the music, and it's not, a, and it's just a short message, but it's just a great time. The gates open at 4 o'clock, and it goes till 9 o'clock, and it's just a wonderful, wonderful time. And so they're also needing people to work in a prayer tent. If you're interested in that, let us know because they need a number of people that would pray with people because we expect many to give their lives to Jesus that night. I love it when we come together. They're expecting ten to 13,000 people from the Treasure Valley. And I tell you what, it's one of those things that we need to get non-believers to. Well, you know what? I want to talk today about uh, some things in our lives and what we can do and and some of us dealing with ideas. In fact, the next couple of days I'll be talking about ideas and being and thinking about things and some other different different areas. And I just think that sometimes we've really got to stretch ourselves to come up with things that will make a difference. I love it when people come up with ideas. I love new ideas. Exciting it's exciting to give birth to new ideas. Growing up I was always inventing and creating things. My parents said, you always were making up games. And I created a baseball game, played with dice, and it became very realistic. In fact, I developed a 162-game schedule like what they had, and I had all these different players, and I kept statistics. And just from rolling the dice in a game was so realistic numbers-wise. Then guess what? Two years later, somebody marketed virtually the same game and added some things to it. And I can tell you this. I, I, went, I played that game, I bought it, and I was just frustrated because I was only like a 17-year-old kid and I didn't know about marketing. But the game that I had created was much better than that and much more accurate than that. But it, it's interesting when you think about things, things happened. And the year then after that, I was probably in my 20s, I came up with this idea for cereal. And I came up and just uh, I was telling some people this idea. Well, guess what? A couple years later, that cereal came out, that idea. And I didn't, of course, push that myself, but I that came out. But I was thinking about those things. And I believe that God wants us to use creativity. When I first came to Boise, and our church was about 50 people, very small at the time, I tried to come up with some ideas about creating fellowship and the body of Christ coming together for fun and, and outreach, bringing kids. And so I came up with this uh, great American car race. And of course, I got the idea from the Soapbox Derby is that people would bring their Hot Wheels and Matchbox cars, and then we would have a big race, and we'd award all the winners, all these great awards. And I'm telling you, folks, it went huge. I had a guy named Jesse Graham. He built us a four-lane track, a wood track, and it just was amazing. We at Over the years, there's been times we've had 200 to 250 people come to that event, bring cars, kids and adults, and we would 
we would award the top 10 winners prizes. And boy, we had one guy that donated a really nice prize for the uh, first place winners. But it's just an idea, things to do, something to bring people together. I believe we need great ideas when it comes to really making a difference in people's lives spiritually. I had a friend in uh, Portland, Oregon, and I got to know him. I ran a basketball league there, and and he created a sports football game, an NFL football game. And he went on, and he gave me one of his protocopies of it. He went on, Mattel offered him $30 million to take the rights to the game. He turned it down because he thought, hey, I can make more. And he told me he's going to retire and buy a plane and move to Hawaii. And guess what? He did exactly that. But he lasted about a year, and he came back. He said, Pastor Tom, I found out you know, money doesn't buy happiness. So he bought back into the business. Very interesting. you know. But it all comes from creativity. It all comes from ideas. Ideas have how we can help pe- people. How can we expand our community? I think God and country I talked about early. That's a great idea, bringing people together and just, just loving on them and just being there in a community together and bringing our non-Christian friends. I love that. I think sometimes we are just plain lazy. So we don't take time to think and to develop a plan of action. You know, it's uh, interesting. I was at a conference a couple of weeks ago, and I heard a man named Don Wilson, Don Wilson from Christ Church of the Valley. He just retired. He started the church in his home, and the church rapidly grew. In fact, as he retired, the church was running 28,000 people. Yes, I said 1,000 people. But he was teaching his people the importance of reaching the lost and the lonely. And, you know, he said, and he was talking about how the church has become a social club and they forgot the mission. The mission is to lead people to Jesus Christ. And they've changed their whole philosophy in what they do. And they create growth groups. They create opportunities to bring non-Christian in and to minister to them and to love them. And I've been an advocate for years to get out in the community and love the community and show them Jesus and take time to lead them to Jesus. You know, at this God and Country rally, they during the short little message that he's going to share, they'll have an opportunity for people to go into a into a tent and meet with prayer warriors to pray with them and to help lead them to salvation. But do you know how hard it is to get people that will pray with people? Oh, we want people to come to know Jesus, but we're not willing to pray with them. And we even have guides. We can guide people through helping people to lead others to the Lord. And they're coming to you. You're not going chasing them down. You're not going to door to door. They're coming hungry but want to know Jesus. They need people to pray with. Where is our mission? Where is our heart? Do we have any desire to step out? I hope so. He wants us to spend time seeking his will and his direction in our lives. Sometimes it calls for us to step out and move a different direction. You know, Peter and Andrew had uh, known fishing their entire life and probably were very comfortable in it when Jesus randomly asked them to follow him. They probably thought, what? I'm going to give up livelihood to follow someone we don't really know. But they did it. And you know what? Christianity spread because of it. And life today has spread in Christianity because of people saying yes to the call of Jesus Christ. And even the Apostle Paul, the words to the Colossae in Colossians 3, 23 and 24 says, Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Since you know what you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ you are serving. 
See, Paul left it wide open. He said, whatever you do, do it with all your heart. He said, whatever you do, do it with all your heart. If you do, you will receive an inheritance, a reward for all you've done. He was teaching the church at Colossae to be diligent, to do what really matters. That is touching the soul of man. What does the word diligent mean? It means showing care, that you show care for fellow men. We have to ask ourselves, how do we show care for men? How do we show care for the world? What do we do to make a difference? What is something that you and I do to be a difference maker? Can you name them? Can you list them? Can you say, Pastor, I'm doing this, and I know God's using it? I'm praying that God will give us great wisdom, great insight, great ideas to be able to do things that will certainly reach those that are going to hell on a one-way street. You want to be woke up to what hell's all about, just get on uh, YouTube and look up 23 Minutes of Hell, the sermon of the man that spent 23 minutes in hell, and start leading, I mean, watching that. And let me tell you something, it'll be a wake-up call. It'll be something that'll stir your emotions like crazy. We always hear about people with a heaven experience. Try one that had a, a hell experience. Now, as I always tell people, that's a story. It's not certainly not the gospel, but he quotes scripture. I bet he quotes 40 scripture in that little uh, video. I watched it yesterday, so I'm very familiar with it. Of course, as a coach for so many years, I think of many sports examples. It's just in my DNA. You've heard them all through life. And the next line that, that I want to uh, that I want to share with you is kind of a, a sports analogy. It says, embrace the spirit of a finisher. Embrace the spirit of a finisher. Sports teams that are successful know how to finish. The best football team I ever coached won every single game, and the main reason they won every game is because they knew how to finish. And I like to think I taught them how to finish, but they too had the desire and ambition. Every game that year, I think every game, maybe one game, no, I think all every game that year, we came from behind in the last two minutes to win the game. Now, three, all but one game we did that, came from behind to win in the last uh, two or three minutes because they desired to be successful and they expected to win. And I know some say, well, hey, I coach, why can't we do that? Why, why didn't we you know, come from behind. Right? We, we're finishers. I don't know how that works. I just know in my, uh, that one team I had, they had such a desire. It was amazing. And they were called the miracle team. The funny thing was, I was on a, I was on a staff at a church and the school was short uh, coaches. So I, I was a head coach, football coach, and head boys and girls basketball coach. And God blessed me uh, many ways through that and opened up many doors for ministry, I can tell you that. But I had I was phenomenal to have great teams, so I was one, had wonderful success. But these guys were incredible. In our spiritual lives, we know our Christian walk is a journey. There are times and it is up and it is down. But embrace the idea of finishing what God has begun in your life. Believe me, the world doesn't want you to finish. It wants you to give up, give in to the pressures of the world. Remember what Jesus said in Matthew 10, 22? You will be hated by everyone because of me, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. The one who stands firm will be saved. We need to keep the fight, keep pressing on, stay faithful to the things of God, church, fellowship, prayer, God's word, and showing the world 
that you love Jesus Christ and being a living witness for Him. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.